What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Yo, 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 It's your boy, Uche. I got my boy, QDZ, for Sheezy. Let me ask you something. Do you love Bleezy, me? Oh, is that love? Yeah, that's Oh, shit. Just in another language that I created 10 minutes ago. Is that the language created by, like, Kendrick Lamar or something? No, Kendrick Tequila. Tequila Tequila. Hey, this is actually the first podcast of 2018, man. Can you believe that shit? Um, I mean, I, I can believe it. I'm just asking that shit. I know. It's just crazy you know? that... I mean, I, I, it's crazy that I'm still alive in 2018. You know, all the all the soda I drank in the past couple of years, man. I'm fortunate. <laughs> uh, we're talking Sprite Zero, <laughs> Sprite One, Two, and Four. It's like, man, thank the Lord. <laughs> Yeah, the, the the soda gods spared you. The soda gods. <laughs> yeah, man. No, that's that's crazy. Hey, but so, you know, this year started out very slowly. You know, music wise, you know, I, I, really, I think that all these artists are really just getting ramped up. You know, they just maybe they just getting off of vacation. Yeah. You know, the 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 businesses are just starting back up. Maybe last week from the new year. You know. They're not focused on music and right you, now, so we don't really have too much to talk about, you know? And music. Just a couple albums, yeah. that's all. They got to strategize, you know? There's some people in this world, like in the hip-hop industry, that, you know, they only got like one or two good songs in them per year. So they're like, you know, we got to space it out for you. Who, who are you talking shit about right now? I'm not talking, you know, not yet. Not oh, yet. Okay, sure. I'm just not saying. yet. You sound like you were talking, you was taking shots. Not, I am taking shots, but not at anybody in particular. But we'll see. We'll see, aka, <laughs> we'll see, Lil Sky. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Good. No, I'm joking. Lil Sky is hot. I'm just playing. Who the fuck Lil is Sky? Lil Sky. Lil Sky. Google. He has tattoos on. His he's face. a guy. He has a yeah. He's a guy. A guy named Lil Sky. Skies. Yeah. He uh, has tattoos in his face. His face looks like a 13 year old girl's wallpaper, room wallpaper. But anyway. Okay. All right. No well, here. No that's there. That's another subject for for. A day that will never come, but um. Oh, whoopsie! <laughs> I, I actually, you yeah, know, little guy that. reminds me of. He reminds Ooh, me Lil of. Like, he reminds me of a drugged up Mac Miller. Mac Miller is good. He raps like Mac Miller. Yo, whatever happened to Mac Miller, man? He was just on a song the other day with uh, Carnage, DJ Carnage, the fat man from. Maryland. No, but like, but but Mac Miller's not popping anymore. Like, do you by remember choice. When, do you remember when Mac Miller he had a buzz? Like I'm talking about, like maybe he had a weird buzz. He, okay. he had that buzz that you know when you drink 
Smirnoff buzz. Nah, I don't know about Smirnoff. More like Natty Light. It was a trashy. It was like a trashy. It was like, oh man, buzz. You needed to be in, and then you might run across some Mac Miller songs. I'm buzzed, but I feel like in five minutes I gotta take a shower. Type buzz. You know, that's not a good buzz. That's a you feel disgusting buzz. (laughs) You feel slimy. Anytime you drink something and you feel slimy, that's the buzz you don't want. Yeah. But I'm not saying that's the Mac Miller buzz, but it was a weird buzz. So you're trying to tell me all the buzzes I had in college were not wanted? It was slimy. I, we were you drinking nothing but buzz. Mad Dog 2020. No, nah, but I mean, when you're in college, you, you're okay with feeling slimy. All right. Touche. Touche. <laughs> you know what I mean? Touche. Yeah, slimy's okay. Touche. The girls As- like slimy. <laughs> yeah, okay. What girls you like? <laughs> what, girl, what girls are you talking about that like slimy shit? What, what are you what? talking about? What you, what you talking about? about? This nuts. Like the that. girl, the girls all like slimy. You know what I'm saying? Hey, listen, man. All the girls I like, I like, have like, ever liked. They like, they like the clean. They like a clean guy. And what? A guy right? who's f- smelling good. They like a guy. You know, a guy who's smelling good, smell fresh. That you give him a nice firm hug, and they're just like, mm, what? What smell? They like, I love your smell, like that type of shit. You know what? When they were not saying, like, what the? F- what, you smell? They, like you just hopped out of a garbage can? Like they, what? they saying, nah, love your bro. smell. It was Irish Spring every time. They Maybe like Irish Spring. I don't use Irish Spring. <laughs> Irish Spring is slimy. That's dog. the white man's soap. Irish Spring, no. <laughs> Irish Spring don't lather like the rest of the soap. It doesn't lather. It don't hey, lather. You use the word lather. It don't lather. Hey, only word. Only time lather. you use the word lather is when you have a loofah. Listen, I was gathering and lathering. Only time you use the word lather is when you have a loofah. Lo- I got you a loofah. You can't lather without a loofah. I got a loofah. I got a loofah. All right, shit. A loofah. Just making sure, just making sure, man. I'm, I, man, I'm always sure about my lathering. But man, enough of the lathering. This <laughs> we got a couple albums we need to talk about, um, and uh, you know, some of them were worth the while to listen to. Some of them maybe not so, but we'll get into that shit soon, man. Um, this is episode what? Twenty one. Twenty one. Hey, 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 twenty one. Twenty one. Twenty one. 21. On God. On God. On God. On God. Smash, smash. No, that's not him. I mean, hey. That's Migo. Smash, smash. Yeah, this what? Episode 21. Uh, Man, shit. 20? We're in in the 20s? Can you? Hey, I I can't. Took about about four years. You ain't lying about that, man. Hey. (laughs) Hey, you know, I broke my leg and yeah, then I canceled uh, and renewed and canceled again. I broke my leg and I broke my ear and I couldn't speak. Oh, really? Yeah, man. Oh, really? man that's Dang. that's what that's what that's why the podcast has been lacking for the last two years, man. You know, dog. Niggas, niggas been injured, man. Twenty one. I, mean, I had an injured larynx. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Spell no. it. It's like no. <laughs> what? I can't actually. I can't either. I, I know. know there's a Y somewhere <laughs> and an X. That's the first time Y and X like are together. But enough of the 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 fluff talk, man. Let's get into these albums, man. Uh, All right. Camilla Cabello. Oh my dropped girl, the, Camilla the, Cabello. Dropped the album called Cam- my Camilla. Girl, Camilla Cabello. Don't Camilla Cabello sound like? Uh, a special dish at an Italian restaurant. But anyway, Camilla Cabello. Nah, she sounds like a Camilla spe- Cabello. She spelled. It she sounds sp- like some. Hey, for some. Uh, you gonna really like this Camilla Cabello? You know, you got spray. You know what? Hey, or, or listen, oregano. You're not. It. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. But she sounds more like a noodle. 
She just sounds like a pasta. She sounds like a, a pasta variation. Like, hey, have you, have you ever tried the the Camila Cabello over mar, marinara sauce? Like, some, some over pesto sauce. You know, something something Camilla. random as yeah. shit. You know, I, 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 yeah, I'm with you on the whole Italian vibe. You know, Camilla. I'm with you on that. But let me tell what you. What do you think of that one? Camila Cabello. I I actually think she's one of the next superstars in this industry we call music. She reminds me a lot of um, one of the people I think is a really good singer, Ariana Grande, where very boisterous voice. She You said boisterous? Boisterous. Like strong. There's no song, no production, no instrumental that she does not take over. Mm. She takes command of a song. That's a good on this album, 11 tracks on this album... She shows you like a variety of things. Like she shows you like some pop reggaeton type music to even mm-hmm. down to like soft, like you know teenage type pop. I actually think it's a really good album. Something yeah. that I mean, I know I'm a, I'm a thug, but just, <laughs> just hey, stop, hey, don't, make, time. don't make me laugh, put nigga. The, stop the, making me laugh. Put all the right? put put your thug hat down and just like. like you listen know, to something. You know I'm a dub, baby. Listen to something enchanting for once, you know, in the band, though. Just, uh... Because I'm a dub. All day, every day. Close the door on the band, though, for like five minutes and just listen to this song for me, okay? Man. Please, I beg. Cut it man. the fuck out. Please. I, Cut it the fuck I, out. I beg, And I, I'm going to argue, actually, mm-hmm. I could argue that this is the top song. This deserves the throne. This deserves to be number one. I had a dream. Yeah, that's... Yo, I shoot, shoot. had a dream. Are you talking shot, man? Listen, I don't need bullets <laughs> coming through my window right now, all right? Camilla Cabello should hey, be king hey, of the throne. But you, but you you bring up a good uh, a good segue, which is we're talking about the Watch the Throne segment. And Kendrick Lamar album came out last year. Dominated. Dominated. In our in our opinion, dominated the year. There were some very good albums that followed his shit, which competed for sure, but like, this is a new year, new slate. Exactly. We're looking for the best albums. We don't care what your name is. Your name could be fucking G-Eazy. Your name could be Lil Yeezy. Hey, what the hell is wrong with G-Eazy? Your name could be Easy P, Yeezy Yeezy 3, Easy Street. Like, I don't care what your name is, but like, if you have a good album, you're gonna be on this Watch the Throne list. You can't, you can't sure. Your name can't be Skeezy. What? Right, anyway. What if he had a great album? Skeezy? I'm just saying. What if the album was great? Young Skeezy. <laughs> hey, what did you be? How how conflicted would you be if you heard the best album of your life uh-huh. and the artist's name was Lil Skeezy? <laughs> <laughs> Skeezy. Oh, Lil Skeezy has some really good production. On this album. <laughs> you know, it's riveting. <laughs> the way Lil Skeezy was able to did you put the hood into <laughs> such a <laughs> did you did you hear such a very enlightening manner? Did you hear the way Lil Skeezy <laughs> skeeted on that track? It was very impressive. I can't believe Lil Skeezy is this good. He skeezed his way to a Grammy nomination. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. No, but no, but seriously though, this is a clean slate. New Year, two thousand eighteen. Mm-hmm. Fresh pot of of new music, new albums we want to tap into. I mean, really, to get onto what you were talking about, I, I actually enjoyed that album, man. Very good. Ca- Camilla Cabello, mm-hmm. man, it was nice. I like how short it was, mm-hmm. and really, there was only one feature. I think it was Young Thug, right? Young Thug. Young Thug was the only feature. Um, I think there may have been another feature on there. 
But and, and by Young Thug, I'm talking about the song. What is it called? Cabana? Havana. 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 Everybody knows that song. Havana, you, even white people know Young Thug because of it now. Of course. Like, um, who is this? Uh, honey, uh, who is this? Uh, this guy named Young Thug. <laughs> Apparently, he can uh, show his versatility on a pop record. Man, like, it's funny, it's funny you even make that impression, but like, sometimes I even wonder how how other groups of people perceive the names of young these th- exactly right exactly can you pick, i can i've exactly. never heard a white person actually say young thug before me neither but if they were talking to me and raving about young yeah. thug i'll be oh i gosh. might have a couple yeah. seconds where i'm looking at them like i think it's racist right like yo, where yeah. they going with this yeah. shit hey young where they going with this young thug yo, talk hey hey bryce bryce have you gotten a chance to listen to like a young thug album no 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 oh, fuck boy fuck listening to a young thug album hey bryce you look like a young thug in the street i'm gonna call the fucking cops on you you look like a young thug in the streets can you picture how many times they probably said young thug in a different context but anyway young thug oh young thug featuring a guy named 21 savage no but hey no but the i wonder album, if he's a savage but seriously though surprising to me I enjoyed it. I did not expect to enjoy the album. Mm-hmm. Not that I went into it with like crazy expectations or it's, something it's, crazy. It's kind of unexpected. I enjoyed it, man. I don't know who this girl is. I actually, I heard she came from uh, Fifth Harmony. She came from Fifth Harmony. But she I, was, I don't know if she was dropped. I don't know. Or but she's good. Whatever. She's good. She's good. She's cute. She might be the Marion of the group. Yeah. She's 21. 21. 21. Oh, yeah? She's 21. Hey, man. But I think that's Oh, wait. The is that the one that Todd Dallasan got? Is that his girl? I don't know. He has a girl. Todd Dallasan got a girl. I know it's not the black uh, I'm pretty sure it's it is Harmony, yo. Maybe it's Camilla. I don't. Know. I don't know, man. It's not I, the black girl because that'd be too cliche. Yeah, you know. That's that's. I think I think is number one right now. So let's we'll just see. go down the list. Next album. Does, does Davies beat Camilla? Next Davies album. P two. Davies P two. Does Davies P two beat Camilla? You know that's an interesting question because I tell was, me why. I will say this, man. Um, I, man, two completely different genres. Obviously, yeah. Davies is this hood. Dude who just talks about the street life, what he went through growing up. Mm-hmm. He tells vivid stories, paints all of these, you know, um, really, I would say amazing imagery in my mind when I hear him rap. He's one of the best storytellers, if not the best storyteller in rap. Period. Um, and there's a lot of them that are good out there that do it. Like Kendrick is great. J. Cole is a great storyteller. Even Meek Mill, like when he wants to do it, he's really good, you I know? I agree. I agree. So... But I think Davey, it comes so effortless to him. But, you know, music is more than just storytelling, you know. Sometimes you got to actually make good music. And I think on on uh, Davey's first project, which was, um, what, what, the, what the hell was the name of that shit last year? Um, two years ago. Nah, it was that shit. first, first one? No, the one, not P2. Paranoia. Paranoia. There you go, boom. Yeah, Paranoia. That came out last year. That came out last year. That's not his first project, but I see what you're saying. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I guess first wide scale, you know, uh, Even so, that's not his first wide scale one, but Paranoia, Paranoia 1 came out last year. Yeah. I think Paranoia 1 was slightly better than Paranoia 2. I think so too, but the thing is, so here's where I was going with that. Like, I like, I liked P1, or I guess Paranoia, the first one, because it had like 
so many different types of like sounds. Exactly. You know, like exactly. it was. Exactly. It, it showed his versatility. Exactly. You know, P two, this one here, Paranoia two, was more. It was more focused. You know, it. It's more it almost on seemed a like specific sound. They wanted one sound. Yeah. Maybe you get you yeah. you 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 got out of that maybe once or twice in you know certain songs, but they yeah. they kept it very consistent, which I enjoyed. I I, um, I I I enjoyed it. I wouldn't be surprised. If, you know. I wouldn't be surprised if Davies had these songs like kind of just like waiting in his uh, queue. You know, after Paranoid 1 came out, he was just kind of like, you know, I got these couple of these songs I was trying to knock out. Like, for instance, he made a part two to um, um, Keisha. Everything. Everything. Part two to Keisha. Yeah, yeah, you got the Keisha. He finished off Keisha. I found Keisha. Spoiler alert. But uh, like Keisha part two, there's just songs... That, like he's representing the hood where I think there's a song I, I thought what was the best song was the one where he's talking about his friend that Corey Corey Corey's good his friend where you know his friend that was you know kind of the second second playing second fiddle to all the other friends of his so it's a lot of good stuff so yeah no like no doubt like it, I think I think this album delivered um on it's what it seemed like was just him just kind of venting. Mm-hmm. It almost seemed like he was just trying to, you know, just tell his extended story, which whatever is cool. I feel like he just brought something out. Yeah, like it wasn't. It, it didn't seem like it was too well but thought at the same out. Time, it was it's, like, yo, it's, we, it's just, quality. we just want to put some shit out, and that's not to say it wasn't good, right? Yeah, You're right. It was, it was actually really good. Like he has songs like "Never Been" at yeah. the end of the album, which yep, I yep, love. Yep, 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 yep. Song with Marsha Ambrosia, which is called "A Grateful." Yeah. I love that shit. Yeah, yeah. like again. I think Dave's Davey's strength is just really, really being able to like relate, like say things mm-hmm. and make you feel like you were involved mm-hmm. or you saw the shit that he was going through when he went through it. Very like good he, point. He has a very good way of making you point. like come into his world. Very good. Just, point. just by his voice, just very just by how he rap, and that's a talent, man. That's very a talent. Good point. I'll say that right now. Very good point. So. You know, but hey, like, I don't think it's better than Camilla Cabela. Shit. Oh, you don't think so? Camilla still reigns supreme. Hey, man. Love me some I don't Camilla. think it's better than Camilla Cabela, though. All right. Well, what about Fetty Wap? For my fans. Yeah, baby. Uh-oh. A.K.A. Mm-hmm. Tribute Red's successor. Mm-hmm. Or predecessor, rather. I still don't understand that comparison you keep making. But What? Yeah! He's just just Tribute Red. <laughs> Tribute Red goes a little... More belligerent than Fetty Wap. Yeah, he's talking about, he's talking about that part. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Trippy Red sound like Trippy Red sounds like he just saw a screw come off a roller coaster. No, but seriously though, like I think I'll tell you this. We, at least, you know, I speak for me. I've clowned Fetty Wap on previous episodes. Mm-hmm. You know, I've heard some of the songs that he was attempting to make. Because it was bad. It was, yeah, like it was bad. And everything, the things that he was trying to do were not really, you know, stuff that I wanted to hear as a fucking listener. I don't like when he want, when he's trying to rap, okay? Shoot me. That's funny. Damn Try. it. Yeah. He tries to rap. It doesn't work well. He, he He's good at what he does, which is singing. Trap Queen, do that. Yeah. This is why we fucked with you. Yeah. It's funny, man. Fetty Wap has an interesting career because I was actually thinking about it this morning. I was like, man, 
we can't quite call Fetty Wap a, a, a one-hit wonder because he had like four or five. I don't think you can call anybody a one-hit wonder nowadays. Nah, I... There's not many. Trinidad James? He's still doing something. Wait, stuff. hold on, hold on. When you say these days, what do you mean? Starting when? Like, whenever streaming started to come about, like... Okay. You can't Okay, streaming somebody. getting... You mean like streaming yeah. getting... Okay, all right. You know that's what I mean? A, I got to think about that one. You know what I mean? It's hard. All right, well, that's fair. I might... It's a definition of one-hit wonder. Because, you know, for somebody like... That's a good point. I get a little mamba in my life... Back in the day, if he wasn't on the radio, you would have never heard of that dude again. I'm not about to buy a mixtape of that dude. Yeah. So whatever he played on the radio, whatever he got on the radio, that's all I heard from him. No, I agree. You know I, what I, mean? I understand that point. But Spotify, I can just stumble across somebody and just be like, oh, Sean Kingston again? No, I... I Sean I, Kingston got a joint with Migos? I completely understand that point. But I guess where... And you're right. I guess where I was going with that was... You know, when I say hit, I'm not talking about radio specifically. Because I don't even listen to fucking radio. Yeah, yeah. I'm just talking about, like, buzz. Buzz, yeah. Because bu- internet buzz is the is the most important thing at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, we radio is important, too, because there's still a lot of people who listen to that shit. Mm-hmm. But you can still consider mm-hmm. something a hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what, what you no, would quote-unquote call you. it a hit. You can yeah, still, still call something a hit. It's still a hit. It's just kind of, it's, it's maybe a little bit harder a little to define. harder to define. You know? And, and and the thing is, our top artists nowadays are willing to work with anybody. I heard a song with Quavo and some random Spanish guy. Like, our top artists are willing to work with literally anybody. Yeah. Back in the day, Puff Daddy and the family, they only worked with people that they thought was hot. Like, they had investment. They had stock in who they thought was hot. They ain't about to just work with. I'll tell you a story. Jay-Z, when Neo was coming out and Neo started getting popular, Jay-Z actually told Neo, don't go on Remy Ma's song, you know, because that makes your brand look bad. I don't think they do that nowadays. I think regardless, they just jump on whoever they you know, decide. You know why, though? I personally, I feel like it's the internet. It is that's open all that shit up. It's 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 the influence. Mm-hmm. It's the mm-hmm. pre- social media presence. It's the mm-hmm. the streaming. It's the fact that you can you can literally go online and see how much someone's music is streaming. Yes, exactly. Like exactly. fuck the U.S. Exactly. The U.S. is not the only place that streams music. Exactly. The whole world listens to it. The whole world listens music. to everything, right? So you can tell how big an artist is. By their streaming numbers. By their streaming numbers. And, 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 it's and really that simple. There's no direct way. Back in the day, I think it was a lot more direct on what a hit was. Yeah. Like There was too many... I think there was too was, many gatekeepers. Too, I mean, there remember, was too many people... Think like, about it. It's actually too many There was too many, was too many people exactly. determining exactly. what was considered exactly. good or not. You're exactly right. The middleman has been cut exactly. out. Exactly. Which is why, back in the day, you can literally be like, oh, Timberland produced this hit. Yeah. Neptune's producing. We need Neptune's on like five or six songs for this album to like hit the way we want it to hit. It's not like that anymore. Not at like, all. Like it can be. It can be your your little brother that's in the bedroom that don't feel like doing nothing. Just hey, make a beat for me real quick, and people will hop on it. Yeah. But I think why Fetty Wap is not a quite one hit wonder is because his sound is very common in music today. Like like I said, Trippy Red. You can argue that, but Tory Lanez has oh. stolen. Quite a bit from Fetty Wap. That, that's where I was going with this. Yeah, yeah that's that's how I was going with this. I was mm-hmm. I was saying like, th- thanks for bringing that back. I was saying, I was thinking this morning, man, like, 
at one point, I really like Fetty Wap. I think a lot of people like Fetty Wap. I mean, mm-hmm. his his the the stretch in which he was considered hot was so short mm-hmm. by like today's standard. It was. It was maybe like honestly, I would say like a year. A year. Actually, a year. you know what? I lied. Let me take that back. It would be considered long by today's standards. Like this microwave form of music that we have here. The man had like four to five legitimate out. hits with Drake. With, that's what I'm saying. Drake was featured on over like a stretch of like yeah. a year and a half where so he, he was on top. And he so got I the, so I got to give him his respect, you know, for not being in and out. You know, like one hit and then like we don't know what the fuck he was doing. So we know what he was there for, but before. But with, when it comes to this new album here, or whatever the fuck this shit is called, new project, he's back to just dog making I'm, music. I'm telling you, man, he's back to the 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 trap queen. I can the, respect that. He's back to the shit that we liked him for. I can respect that. Which is all we I ever really want, because he's, he's good. I, I I like. I really, really, really do. I'm not trying to be funny. I really do like his. I do like his ear for music. Like that was apparent to me from day one. He has a good ear for hot music, like melodies, yep. you know, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm not surprised by that. For sure. Yeah, for sure. I'm not surprised by that. So, you know, hey, I think you guys should check it out. I mean, I know people, not a lot of people are checking for Fetty Wap, but hey, it's worth a listen. Shit, there ain't nothing else you listen to this year. Not better than Camilla. <laughs> so let's just get that. That's a fact. Straight. All right, Young Chop. What we got next? Young Chop, King Chop 2. I didn't even know. So when I saw Young Chop, King Chop 2, I thought it was like a compilation album. You know, I thought it was like Carnage along those lines. They're both fat. So I was like, okay, you know, I'm thinking it's along the lines of like Carnage. Um, Young Chop actually raps on this album. Hmm? Yeah, he actually does a lot of rap. Actually, sorry, 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 even worse. Young Chop actually does a lot of singing on this album. Oh my God. Young Chop thinks he's the second coming. Of Usher on this album, man. <laughs> Yo, he has a lot playing. of smooth tracks. I promise you, man. I'm lying. Young Chop, despite the despite the album artwork looking like he's a rogue freaking car mechanic, he, <laughs> <laughs> he, he 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 actually does a lot of singing on this album. A really good ear for music. Once again, I like him as a producer. Very good ear for music. I, like I, him. I love his ear for music, but. I think halfway, by the time you get halfway to the album, you're going to be like, dog, wait a second. Is this dude singing? You yeah. Just, you just can't finish it. It's almost like uh, <laughs> it's almost like you were saying earlier. It's like The Wire. Like, oh, damn, man. They shot uh, Boris Cujo? <laughs> Boris Cujo? Boris Cujo is on The Wire. Wrong show. Right? Oh, wait, he <laughs> what the wrong? fuck are you talking about? Oh, okay. He's talking about uh, <laughs> Idris Elba? <laughs> no, what not. What are you talking about? Bo- I thought Boris Cujo was on The Wire. On The Wire? Yeah, wasn't he? Uh, nah. Oh, maybe he wasn't. Nah, hell nah. We ain't talking about Soul Food, uh, okay. the movie. Well. Or the show. Alright, well, then King Chop 2 is probably something you don't want to listen to. But, hey, I'm, sure, I, I'm pretty sure a lot of people I, don't want to listen enjoy to his, Young Chop. Let me tell you something about Young Chop, my brother. Young Chop, you deserve props because you sing confidently. Like that's saying a lot. Wait, are you t- are you saying he's literally singing? He's singing on a, I mean, but he's like sing rap. You know what? Let me. Let me fat people can't sing. No, I know I, you're. No, you said I, 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 I was about to say said, fat. I was about to say he's fat. Sean Kingston singing his ass. I was off, about to say he's fat, huge. but then I realized actually fat people are the best singers. Uh, Real talk. 
Fat people are. You think so? Fat people can hold notes, bruh. What? What about the breathing? Don't it's forget al- the yo, breathing. It's almost I don't know what it is. It's almost like it's almost like fat people have this like gene where they have this like extra lung. Could you not say fat? Could you say heavy? <laughs> They're fat. What the fuck? What are you talking about? Hey, you know what I mean? Shit, everybody knows what the fuck I'm talking about. But but seriously though, you <laughs> you would think that because they're bigger, yeah, maybe they don't have the breath to hold note, bro. I'm telling you right now, all the the fat people are the best singers. Here we go. Ruben Stutter. Okay, one. Have you heard him sing? Of course, I've heard him sing. Uh, Sean Kingston, you just mentioned. He's not the best. <laughs> when he was, when he was like, okay, he's, he's, like, he's like, all right, all right, all right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Bad example. Aretha Franklin. She was not fat when she was good. She was absolutely fat. She was not fat when she, she was, was good. absolutely when fat. When she was good? What are you talking when about? She came up, she was not fat. I'm not talking about initially. I'm talking about like through the course of her career. She was fat or she was fatter longer than she was skinny in terms of like the body of her career. In my opinion. Just but whatever. The point what? is What? Okay. The stre- the cool. stretch of her career, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Which lasted multiple over 10 to 15 years so, she was fatter longer than she was skinny. you know what that's equivalent to you saying that's equivalent to you saying with six slack come, becomes fat he's gonna be even a better artist no tell six slack go ahead and eat the damn mcdoubles no and no, damn no 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 because this only works for people kebabs. no 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 this, <laughs> only, this only works this theory only works for if people you started who, off who are, who are already fat <laughs> Like you're saying Aretha Franklin was not fat. Okay, she maybe wasn't as big as she ended up, but she was she was like she wasn't skinny. Your theory is bad. I'm t- no, I'm, I promise you. You name me one fat singer who cannot sing like shit, and I and I and I, I, I can give you, money, you about dog. five. Who? Twenty four hours. He's not fat. <laughs> I guess he's, okay. he's right. overweight. All right. I'm talking. About, overweight. Sorry, you know what? Let me, you know what? You mean obese? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm. That's what I'm looking for. That's, that's what I'm talking okay, about. Which one? Obese, morbidly obese, <laughs> obese. Which one? Hey, now that's that's too detailed. All right, I don't care that much. The point is they're obese. All right, <laughs> morbidly or or, or mobily, whatever the fuck this shit is called. <laughs> but uh, you know what I mean, sir. Let's talk about sir. Oh, oh, sorry. Side subject. Uh huh. The reason I'm even saying that is, uh, have you heard of that show called The Four? Oh, there's a big dude on there that challenged the the light uh, the, the the skinny black dude. No, no, no. He didn't challenge him. it. The he other did. dude challenged the fat dude. No, the fat dude challenged. No, the dude. it was other one. I watched it. I watched it. They man. asked him. They said. They said, "Yo, Stop who it. do you want to challenge from the four? You talk, oh, the skinny. Are we black talking? Dude. Are we talking about the same people? The the skinny fat. The sorry, the skinny black guy from Chicago. He was challenged. He challenged no, no, no. He no. challenged the fat dude. You're who was wrong. On the, who was one of the oh, four. Oh, 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 you know what? Maybe you watched. That's what I'm talking about. The first episode, the fat dude challenged a skinny dude. See, I'm not. I, I didn't see that. Okay, I'm so talking about. Okay, I'm talking about the black guy who challenged the fat guy. Uh-huh. He's from Chicago. He like amazing performer. I don't know if you saw that one. Amazing performer. Did you see the way that fat guy was singing? Oh, I didn't. See, I, I know how he sings. That motherfucker can that hold part. notes that no skinny person can hold. <laughs> the, no, it's like they have this, they have this like reservoir. <laughs> My goodness. All right, anyway, man. Enough of Young Chops fucking holding notes. <laughs> There's no way he was holding real notes. I don't believe you. What uh, we got next, man? Sir? Sir, November. November? Excellent. I, you know, Camilla, baby. Listen, Camilla. Huh? I'm, I'm talking to Camilla. Oh. Camilla, you are amazing. I think that um, 
you know, very pretty hair. Um, you call but Sir, I think, catches the throne. Hmm. I think he beats Camilla. Um, Sir really? was able to create a sound I've never heard in R and B. And okay. the reason oh. I've never heard it is because I wasn't listening to R and B. Okay. No. no. Thank I'm you. just playing. Thank you for I'm that. just playing. Sir, 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 sir's sound is one that is revolutionary. It's revolutionary revolution. It's it's positive. It's disquaggable. What are these random words you're coming it's, up with? You can't even spell half of these astonishable. shit. Alright, enough of this nonsense. Hey. It breaks bad. It's, what did you like about the album, bruh? I liked how... Uh, can you use words that are actually established? mentionable it was. No, okay. It was just a good album, you know, sir. You know, he, Wait, was it better than Camilla, though? Yeah, it was better than Camilla. Sad. It's, it's sad as me to say it. I think it was. It was better than Camilla. I think it was. It was better than Camilla. I mean, I think it was smooth. Uh, the, the way he was able to, like, combine old school R&B music with present day music especially on his lyrics mm-hmm. unbelievable smooth transition with R&B you know what you need to look for when you when you look for R&B music how is their transition from like smooth R&B to like hip hop lyrics and etc and yeah. I think the transition for him was very smooth yeah I think I think sir you know sir being part of uh, TDE you know there's a certain expectation when it comes to like the quality of music i think that, and I, it I sounds and it sounds yeah. sorry not to cut you off no, go ahead. it sounds like Kendrick Lamar yeah if these walls can talk it sounds like those it sounds like childish gambino's awaken my love like it sounds like that but from a singer that actually been doing this his whole life yeah man it, the it, it dude the dude is very polished you can tell this guy, whoever this guy is, man, he, he, he knows what he's doing. He knows the type of sound he exactly. wants. He knows how to use his vocals, you know, to make really good music, man. And, you know, I'm glad, hey, I'm glad you let me listen to this shit, like, before we even recorded, you know, because had I not heard that shit, I would have been, I would have not even contemplated thinking it was better than Camilla. Oh yeah, Camilla album. It's but, better, and, nah, and for sure, listen, it's, it's, I love. It's, it's definitely better. I would listen, say that. I, I would love to. Um, I mean, obviously, Camilla Cabello. We've established that she's an Italian food, right? Yeah, she's pasta, so man. So I would love to have salad on the side with Camilla. <laughs> you would you love to have a hey a Sir Camilla salad? Like, there you know, go with breadsticks. <laughs> but <laughs> Sir takes the throne, and I'm curious to see who can knock Sir off the throne. Do you agree with that? Hey, I'm with you, man. I'm sir, with you. Sir, watch sir, the throne sir, for 2018, number one. My man Sir and his album November. His name is Sir. I can't believe a dude named Sir. So far, the best album of 2018. Let's go. All right, so with the next segment, we have the ill and the not so advised. Let's jump into these damn songs. Let me start um, it off. Let yeah, me, man, what, what you got? Let me start it off. Russ. A lot of people have been put on to Russ uh, these last couple of months, maybe even a year. Dude can rap, dude can spit. I'm talking about. <clears throat> He's like the newcomer to Eminem. There's only a couple few rappers that I think are the newcomer to Eminem. 
Um, and Russ is one of them. But something that a lot of people don't know is that Russ can also sing too. He can harmonize. He can create amazing melodies. Mm-hmm. And on the loan, he creates a great melody, a great track, a great complete track that, you know, our grandfathers could, you know, love. It's like, oh my goodness, that's that Russ right there. That's that <laughs> Russ that I like to hear right there. What what you old know? people are listening to Russ? Hey, pass me pass me that prune peanut. Prune peanut. No, you know, they it, make, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense, right? Somebody's gonna say that doesn't make sense. Pass me that prune peanut. What you talking about, prune peanut? Man, they make prune juice and peanuts now. That's what I'm talking about. That's the type of song that Russ made with alone. A prune juice song. It was made for prune juice. But anyway, sorry. Alone. Five out of five for me. Uh, what you excellent do? song. Okay, well, yeah, no, I I thought it was good too, man. Um, definitely, you know, hey, one thing that Russ does very well is his ability to go back, go back and forth singing, you know, even rapping, you know, like he's not a hardcore rapper, but he can definitely rap, you know, he can definitely throw you some bars. He's a hardcore rapper. Well, he he he's appears, like Eminem, like like he comes across as one, like just by his delivery, but mm-hmm. I don't think he's a he's like. I mean, he ain't about that. Hardcore. He ain't about that life. He's no Eminem. He ain't about to catch a body. No, no, no. You just say Eminem because he's light-skinned. No, no. I'm calling him. He's not Eminem. He sounds like he raps similar to Eminem. No way. You mean like old-school Eminem or now Eminem? Old. Nobody raps like now Eminem. What are you talking about? All right. Next song. I thought the Remy Ma and Chris Brown joint, Melanin Brown, was really good, man. You know, it almost seems like Remy Ma is almost setting us up for some shit. It, she you know, is. that's a good point. It almost, that's you know, she point. had the shit with um with, with Lil Kim. I can't remember the name of the name of the song. You don't, you don't have to. But you know what I'm talking about, right? I know what you're talking about. And it was good, you know, like you they hate that shit and something something make that shit and rate that shit. Like it was cool, man. You know, I, I like I like when you know Remy Ma is really rapping. And she was in that joint with Ferg. Yeah, yeah, that joint's pretty hot too. You know, is that exactly like this? This song is is more on the softer side. It's a radio know? hit. Yeah, it's it's definitely radio. You know, they're trying to turn Remy Ma into like a household name, a likable. They're trying to turn her into like this likable mm-hmm. sex symbol, which is I think impossible to turn mm-hmm. into a sex symbol. But she's very don't get it twisted. Like she's she's very likable. She can rap. Put her with the right artist. She can sing, or sorry, the people can sing, and they can make a good song, you know? She's been a part of a lot of hits these days. You know, All the Way Up. We'll see what she does next, but I really like this song. Y'all should check it out. Okay. And it features Chris Brown. Chris Brown. You can't go wrong, Chris Let me tell you something about Chris Brown. Ever in life. Anytime Chris Brown is featured on a rap song, he gives it his all. But it's not a rap song. This is like a a rap song. She raps on it. Okay, yeah. Anytime he's featured on a rap artist, how about that? Rap artist song. He gives it his all. Think about whatever you need. Think about Davey's song. Every, every, Even on Gucci's song. Joint. Tone it down. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it's real. Whatever he's it's fucking like, talking about. It's like, dog, he kills every song. But it's a good, I guess it's a good song. I may agree to disagree. I, I thought it was good. I thought it was okay. But it's cool to be up there. 
<laughs> you don't like that shit. <laughs> I don't hey, like stop it. Friend. I ain't gonna lie. Stop bro, I don't like it, but it's nah, all good. Hey, real talk. I don't even like the name of it. Yes. Melanin. Melanin. Man, I can't because I can't say melanin. Are melanin. you black? Mel- melanin. Are you black? How you say it? Melanin. Melanin. How many times you know what melanin you? is? What is it? Jesus Christ. Afro juice. This guy is just so <laughs> fucking uninformed. Is it Afro and juice? Vice. Let me know if it's Afro juice or not. Yes, it's Afro we can juice. Go from there. It's Afro juice that ends up in the pigment of your skin. Oh, okay. Damn, that's acid Afro juice. It should be recalled. But anyway, <laughs> Craig David live in the moment. Remember Craig David? Remember Craig David? Craig David was that dude that made Seven Days for the young people that are listening. He made you mean old people. Young. Oh, you mean people who don't know? They don't know who he is. He made a song called Seven Days where he was light-skinned and... <laughs> no, you always got to throw the light-skinned, light-skinned shit in there like that shit's relevant. It needs to be known, Why? my brother. Always got to let somebody know somebody's light-skinned. What? And you would think, you would think I'm light-skinned the way I be defending light-skinned people. You're browner than brown. I don't understand. I don't understand. Browner than, browner than the dude from Good Times. But Craig David, remember what's your flavor? Hey, Craig David was like uh, uh, the man back then. He was the man. He was the man back then. Half the man. Nah, he was. He was it. He was for about six months. Okay. He had. A, he had. A, he had a hell of a. He had a hell of a six month run. Yeah, he man. did. He was from UK. Yeah. But uh, so reading the title of this song, "Live in the Moment," and it said featuring Goldlink, mm-hmm. and I was like, Goldlink from DC. Gold Link, they don't play that? Gold Link? Scoot it and fight it around, 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 around. Speak it down, make it down. Tough, tough ass lyrics. Gold Link, I know what his cartoon looks like. Every every album artwork is cartoons for him. But I was thinking this is going to be tough. Like Craig David over there, you know, he put the ball. You know what I'm saying? Like, ball. I'm about to turn your face into peanut butter. He he's tough now, but when you hear this song, it's along the lines of Russ alone, nice gentle disco like type, feel good track. Yeah, that I think him and Goldling, perfect chemistry on the track. Okay. An amazing song. I think is actually pretty good. And um, Craig David's back, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. He's back. All right, well, we'll see if he can keep that up. You he's know? back and maybe black. Uh, he's still light-skinned. Actually, I don't know. You said he was light-skinned. Well, no, he, light-skinned he, he got black skin, like, transplant Listen, or something? Let me tell you like, something. What happened? Let me tell you something. That a lot you think of he had a hell of a tan? A lot of people don't know. Danny Glover was once light-skinned. But as the years went by, <laughs> okay. he got darker. <laughs> okay. Stress makes you dark. Uh, all right. Uh, all right, nigga. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Danny Glover is as black as it gets right now. Man, hey, next song, man. Uh, shit, what are we at? Okay, Eminem, Chloroseptic Remix. You know, we're two chains. I'm I'm so glad, honestly, that that Eminem came out with something so frequently. Oh, sorry, so uh, so soon after you know after dropping his revival album last year, because you know I think for a lot of people the revival album was kind of a disappointment. You and know, not even like one not month that, ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. right. Yeah, people were gonna be like, yo, what the heck. Yeah, no, seriously though. But like, I think revival consensus was it was a disappointment. You know, a lot of people didn't like it. 
He came with the remix, threw two chains on it. Actually gave Fresha a verse yeah. on the song. You know, Which, Fresha before only had the hook. He had the hook. You know, and, and, and Eminem actually had a completely different verse. He changed up the way he was rapping on it. And it was fire. Like, it was, it was actually fire. It was hot. So, it was hot. So, I, you know, I commend Eminem, you know, especially, you know, taking a lot of the lines uh, that, you know, a lot, a lot of the lines that he said in the song, it was it was coming with some, like, resentment at the people Critics. out here. Critics. Critics and shit, you know. He's, he's coming at your neck right now, you know. He might be coming for you, man. I don't know. That's fine. Technically, we're considered critics. What's a forty-seven-year-old man gonna do to me? Anyway, he's gonna sue you. That's that's a very good point. Take you to court. Very good point. <laughs> um, he's not gonna kill you. He's gonna take you to court. But uh, I could take. Uh, I honestly, on this song, I can do without Fresh's verse for sure. But that verse was useless. Too, it was so. useless. It just sounds. like... I like the two chains verse. He two set it chains up great. Verse is amazing. He set it up great. Two chains killed that joint. Punchlines. You know, just aggression, man. Yeah. Like, I like Two Chains and Eminem. That should be the next collaboration album. Yep. It'll be the weirdest collaboration album I've ever met in my life, but it'll be a collaboration album. Yeah, man. All right, next song. SZA, Kendrick Lamar, All the Stars. Man, I think this song's amazing. I think it's the lead single for the, what, the Black Panther? Uh, the movie. It is. It is. Matter of fact, I've heard, and I don't know if this shit is true or not, but I heard uh, TDE is doing the fucking soundtrack for the They're movie. Doing the soundtrack for Black Panther. Dog, that's big. Like that. That, that, that's, that's big, man. It's a label? Yeah. Man. And, I, and you know, yeah. hey, what better what better group to do a black movie than the that's TDE? True. That's true. What better group? Pro-black. And I, this song is hot. I mean, it's just, it's just the perfect song. It's just the, it's a song that literally, I think they went into the booth and said, let's just make a perfect song. Like, no deviating from you know, what we think is good. Yeah. Don't try to experiment too much. Just make a good song. Solid scissor verse, solid Kendrick Lamar verse. Yeah. And then just throw it out there. Although I, I will, although I will say though that the, um, the, the, the song almost sounded like a damn throwaway from the control. Like just, just the, the vibe of the song, it, it sounded like it could belong on control. It's, Minus Kendrick and you, whatever. Honestly, to be, to be honest, Kendrick's no. verse was, Useless. SZA wasn't positive. I, I think I think Kendrick's verse was like not needed. SZA wasn't. SZA came and took the whole song over. SZA was more on the you know SZA was on weirdo throughout Control. So I think it fits more of Kendrick Lamar's first album, where at the Mad, end, Good Kid, Mad. Yeah, it, it kind of reminds me exactly of the song that he has on Good Kid, Mad City with Mary J. Blige. Remember at the very end. That song was way too positive. That's what it reminds me of. Literally the exact same song just in 2018. But but I think it was still a really good song, regardless of whether or not we disagree about where, you know, what the sonics or what the sound of it seemed like. The song is really good. Sonic was on there? Yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Oh, Tails, wow. Tails too. Knuckles and all. Tails, man. Tails Not the robot that shit. Um, next song. Speaking of Kendrick, Kendrick, J Rock, uh, Future, and you say Justin Blake. I don't know who the hell Justin Blake is yeah, or why Justin Blake is on. He's there. on the Spotify. Version, Maybe he man. was the one that set up the room <laughs> and made the song. But <laughs> a, that ain't featuring no damn Justin he was Blake. A light engineer. Justin Blake. Okay. King's dead. Uh, I'm gonna keep this quick. 
King's Dead was a weird song, mm-hmm. to say the least. I mean, I feel like they were all playing characters on the song, right? Yeah. J-Rock is a thug, but he was rapping in a certain way that was kind of like quirky. They were all playing characters. And Kendrick Lamar was seemed like Kendrick Lamar wanted to be Future on the song, and it seemed like Future wanted to be somebody else on the song. It was just a whole bunch of characters that you got on the song. But it's still a good song. Don't get me wrong. But I don't know about it. Yeah, I mean, you know, I thought it was I thought it was a good song. You know, it didn't blow me away. Like, let's put it this way. The when I first heard the SZA and Kendrick song, All of the Stars, first very very first time, I was like, "Wow. This is different. Like this this is actually making me like feel some type of way. You know, it's making me think. It's making me do it, it actually invokes some emotion, you know? When I heard this shit with J-Rock, Kendrick and and, and Future and J, J, Justin Blake, you know, I just thought to myself, okay, this is a good song, you know. Solid song. Yeah, it's solid. Yeah, it's nothing more than that. But hey, you know what? It might grow. I'm not sure, but we'll see. Next song. Tanache. No drama featuring Offset. Tanache. No Tinashe. drama featuring Offset. Man, Tanache should be a, a much bigger artist out here, man. Tanache is She Rihanna. should be a much bigger artist Tinashe out here, Tanache should man. be... Like, you see... I think this is the case, but you may not agree with it. G Easy has taken advantage of Drake's absence in the hip hop game. Like he's making music that Drake should be making. So when Drake is gone, you got G Easy to make music that's kind of similar to Drake. Tinashe should be taking advantage of Rihanna's long absence. She's make she's capable of making music that Rihanna's making. So. On uh, No Drama, she was able to recruit Offset. And uh, it it's a song that, you know, Tanache gets to be that badass once again, like she was on Two On. Yeah. Where, you know, she swags out the song. And then Offset pretty much just gives a solid verse that's for the culture. <laughs> you know, just to confirm that Tanache's for the culture. Offset right. drops a couple words here and there. Right, right, right. It's a good collaboration, good song. Reminds me of Two On. Yeah. Something I think will be hot in the clubs, man. All right. Well, maybe we'll hear that shit tonight, man. You never know. I want to. I'll shake my ass. Yeah, that's homo. I'll uh, shake it. Yeah. We'll let, we'll let the guys determine whether or not you are doing it well. Yeah, my ass needs to shake <laughs> <laughs> I just made a new word, shake a late. Alright, alright, those so those are songs that we like. Um let's move on to some shit that's not so advised, man. Justin not so advised. Justin Timberlake and his song Filthy. I thought Filthy was weird. You don't think we, people should listen to it? I mean listen to it. You but advise like, understand them, you, it's you weird. advise them to listen to it and, and, and soak it in, think it's you know, it's a Get some good music into this. I mean, Justin Timberlake. You know what? You know what pisses me off about Justin Timberlake. <laughs> you know what makes me mad about Justin Timberlake a little bit. When Justin Timberlake decides to come back to the scene, a lot of times he thinks he can just come out with something just blah and think that oh, this is the new school R and B that you should listen to and appreciate. Filthy was just like, what the hell is this? Like, I don't see the musicality in it. And he's just like, don't worry, with time, it's futuristic stuff. You ain't going to get it right now. <laughs> That's what Filthy was. It was like futuristic. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't get it. I don't like it. Yeah. Like, I don't think I would like it now. I don't think Robot Me would like it in 2028. <laughs> <laughs> it's just kind of like, I don't get it. 
And Justin Timberlake you does think, that oh, but, all the time. But do you think it, but, I don't but here's, get it. but here's the thing, though. Do you think it'll grow in you, though? Because Justin Timberlake's music, a lot of times when he takes these hiatuses, he comes back, which he does, which he's done, like, multiple times by, by at this point. Mm-hmm. It grows on you. You know, like, it's not bad music. It's almost like, you know what this it's reminds me of? It's not bad music. Of? It's just random. It, reminds it just comes me, out of nowhere, really. I, I'll give you an answer for that. You know what it reminds me of, Filthy? Sexy back. Now, sexy, sexy back, back was good grew on me. It, it grew, grew right? on That's me. That's exactly what I'm talking but about. But it was still weird as hell to me, still to this day. Like, it's still like it's just eh, a different type of sound. Bizarre. Just different sound. You know, don't, I mean, it just kind of, his music kind of makes me feel like I don't get it. But in actuality, it's like, it's just something that's so over your head that, you know, don't just accept it because it sounds futuristic. Accept it whether or not you like it or not. That's kind of just my message for that. No, nah, that's, 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 that's fair. That's fair. I, I think a lot of people probably feel the same way you It's feel. almost like AO Technology. <laughs> nah, like, AO Technology had the name, they had the word technology in there. So you're like, oh my God, 50 drops some futuristic stuff. It wasn't that. Justin Timberlake, and this is that. AO Technology it's is just bad. It's just basic. AO <laughs> <laughs> Technology. What is, that, what is the name of that title? What, why? What, what does that mean? It's AO Technology. But, okay, well, so? AO Technology? <laughs> like, what the fuck? What are they talking about? Like, what, what are they trying to accomplish by, that, by naming a fucking song that? AO Technology. I don't understand. I've never understood that shit. It's, it's, actually, it's not stupid. No, it's, it's dumb I as thought fuck. I like listening to it sometimes. No, the song but is good. It's dumb. Why is it called AO Technology? <laughs> why the fuck is it called AO Technology? <laughs> somebody somebody, give me a good reason why the song is called AO Technology. No and I'll shout you out on I this fucking podcast. I, I swear to God. No clue. Man, all right. Yo, let's move on to the next. Let's let's move on to the next useless song. Fat Joe. Fat Joe, pick it up, featuring Dre. So you know everybody knows Fat Joe and Dre. Surprisingly, one of the biggest surprise hits in 2017. I didn't think this is one of the more surprising hits that are is equivalent to like slow jams. So what the hell, Kanye West, Twister, and Jamie Foxx on the song? At the time, Jamie Foxx was, you know, from Jamie Foxx show. This is. Fat Joe and Dre on what I don't even know the name of the song, but pick it up. The joint, no, no, no first one. It's something like, where he sounds like Drake. Uh, uh, oh, he's talking about with the sample. He's yeah, with the sample. He doesn't sound like when I get Drake, so excited. There you go. Something, 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 he doesn't sound like Drake. So man, it's Drake, dog. But anyway, uh, he took "Get Money" from Biggie, right? Oh, and it worked. He got to do 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 do. Do, 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 do. Let's get get money. Do, do, do. Well, this, you know, Biggie stole it from somebody too. He stole it from somebody too. Arm, but Biggie strong armed it. It's his now. Biggie strong armed a bunch he of shit. He strong armed Juicy. Not Juicy. Uh, no, it was Juicy. He strong armed. Uh, Juicy is absolutely stolen from an R and B singer uh, from this fucking. 70s. Exactly. He stole all that. But anyway, Fat Joe on this time around, he thought, okay, the formula worked. Let me just get Dre. Yeah. Let me. Take another hip hop artist's uh, song and flip it. Mm-hmm. So this time around, he took uh, "Ambitions of a Rider" from Tupac, Tupac. Wow. and that's one beat you can't play around with, my brother. Mm. Cameron took it. Doom, 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 doom. Why don't you leave me alone? Leave me alone. My means is live my life. Cameron killed it because he added a quirkiness to it. 
Lil Wayne took it on uh, Georgia Bush at the end. He made, uh, at the end, you know, money, 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 gotta, gotta get a clip. Mm-hmm. He killed that joint. <laughs> this time around, the moment I press play, Dre, you hear Dre saying some, girl, you got a nice booty, pick it up, pick it up. On ambitions as a writer. What? <laughs> Talking about my booty, girl, pick it up. Pick it up. You got a nice thing, girl. Pick it up. On ambitions as a writer. Yeah, that's funny. One of the greatest instrumentals of in hip hop history. Hey man. So so you would you say He made it about a strip club. Would you say that would you would you say that Fat Joe took it overboard? His his formula that he normally uses to make all these fucking hits. It works. It's, when, not, it's not working for it this works, song. That's it, what you're saying. It works when appropriate. Like get money was about. Fat Joe. Fat yeah. Joe's pretty much been like shooting 100. percent Like with yes, hits. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Last Fat couple Joe of been years. making hits for you. Fat Joe been this making hits. Dog. This isn't Fat Joe's. Fat fault. Joe does not. Miss. This isn't Fat Joe's fault. This is Dre's fault. Fat Joe does not miss. I think dog. Dre was feeling himself after that first track. I don't know. So excited. Everybody liked it. And then he was like, yo, let me do it again. Like, pick it up. And he made a strip club joint out of ambitions as a writer. That's hilarious. Are you kidding me? What? Yeah, that's that's funny. Um, that's like turning... That's like Tom Brady getting traded to the damn Cincinnati Bengals and you turn him into a running back. It's that egregious to me. <laughs> anyway. Hey. It's... Fat Joe, he put up some pretty decent verses. He raps like the people of today on Ambitions as a Rider. But I don't know if it's going to be a hit or miss. I really don't know for people. But I was just like, man, it just, that was shocking. You know what? Most likely, the, the funny thing about music these days, you know, especially for Fat Joe, his audience, I feel like, relies on like radio play. You know what I'm saying? Like, very good point. Like, he's, good point. he's a different type of artist. Like, especially when you use those samples, mm-hmm. like, Niggas ain't streaming so excited. But that's the type of song that will get get you going like, on the radio oh, where the old radio. people, the people older, they're like, oh yeah. shit, what's this shit? Oh you know, like I agree with that. Joe, he knows what he's doing, man. He knows he knows the demographic he's going for. So I'm sure he he knows what he's doing. You know, we'll see, uh, we'll see if this song blows up or not, man. But as for right now, it's gonna be on the the, the not so advised. We don't advise you guys to listen to this at all. Let's move on. We back. Everybody's thoughts. Everybody's thoughts. I'm going to say my thoughts real quick. It's going to be real short. Uh, so, you heard the title, right? Elevised Thoughts. And that's what I'm going to talk about. Elevised Thoughts. T-O-H-T-S. So... You know, we talked about Sir back in the day. Sorry, sorry, not back in the day. But that's the feeling that you got when you were listening to Sir. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, artists from R&B time back in the day, they, they cherished their women. They looked at them a certain way. Um, they felt like, yo, this is my treasure piece. And as the times went by, you know, you got to the 80s, it was like women were, 
you know, this and that. In the 90s, we went through a rough era with women, big pimping, get around. Um, and then 2000s, you know, you're talking about take your clothes all type thing. Uh, what I noticed about, you know, this day and age is that uh, women in hip hop, don't you feel like they're getting a little more ignored in hip hop? It kind of feels like, you know, when they talk about women now, it's just kind of like, you know, blah, 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 blah. I did this to this girl and then it's on to the next savage thing that they do, right? Is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? If you, if you, in one sense, they're not saying bad things about women and, you know, women are probably feeling better that the lyrics are not revolved around them but in a sense, women are not getting, you know, it's almost like they're not important anymore. It's almost like they're just objects now. So that's why I thought it was so surprising to hear an album like Sir, in which he kind of had a combination of both. On a song like Something New, he is, it was almost like he was infatuated with this woman. It was almost like, you know, you can see this romanticism between him and Etta Bond that was beautiful. And then on another sense, on a different song, it's like, man, I got these women, blah, 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 blah. This is that. It's like the thin line that hip hop is going through right now between cherishing their woman and, um, you know, kind of just negating them like they're nothing. I personally love songs where they dedicate them to women. I grew up on Mace, Tell Me What You Want From Me. I grew up on, you know, Method Man, uh, Breakups to Makeups, where they actually dedicated whole songs to women. So I like it. I ain't gonna lie, I like it. And um, with that being said, you know, I'm curious to see how women are perceived in 2018. Not only because the trend of women, you know, coming into 2017 has seemed to diminish where people are not talking about them as much. Mm -hmm. But the whole topic of sexual misconduct, sexual assault or sexual whatever has become prevalent in our present day, you know, just in present day. I'm curious to see how women are now perceived in hip hop moving forward. Is there going to be a lot more respect for them? Is there going to is there going to be hip hop artists that are going to kind of like, you know, walk on eggshells when the topic of women comes up? And, you know, we'll just see. Yeah. I'm curious. I'm very curious. Especially Drake. When Drake comes out, I want to see how he, he uh the topic of women, how he addresses it. Hmm. Everybody's thoughts. Yeah, it's interesting. I, essentially, I was I was listening to see how you would tie the whole sexual misconduct into the whole thing. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to good way to put it, you know. Um, man, I wish I could talk about that for much longer, man, because it's a it's it's hot con- topic. It's concerning out here for men. It's a hot topic. It's, it's concerning topic. out here for men. Out, you know, single guys. Because I, I mean, feel bad for you. Because I really do. Technically, think about it like this. How many cases 
would have Tupac have caught if somebody recorded all the events that was happening in <laughs> in uh, I get around video. You know what I mean? Let me tell you something. <laughs> you, how many Yo, cases hey. people would have caught? Hip hop has to move differently let because me tell, of this. Let me tell you something. I, I will say this. You know, in terms of the whole like this time that we live in right now, 2018, just the start of it. Man, can you imagine being a 14 year old boy growing up? Seriously? Right. Like. You don't have experience yet, right? But <laughs> what what people are discussing now is going to mold and dictate exactly. the way that exactly. you interpret the way, you move. the way that you interpret and, interacting with women. And right now, it's a, it's a it's societal fragile. issue. Fragile. It's a societal it's issue. Fragile. You know? And it's remember back in the day where when we were young, we were just like we were just seeing what the rappers were doing. Yeah, man, it's, it's crazy. It, it can't be like that because sexual misconduct is so common now that... Well, it's always been common. Hey. It's just now that it's being... It's you gotta being move differently. Pushed, it's being and pushed to the light. You, you gotta move differently in hip-hop and in hip-hop. Are they willing to move differently? Hey, it's it's funny funny you say that, right? Because, uh, I mean, as far as my, my ill-advised um, thought is concerned... You know, it deals with China and, um, you know, China has a bunch of issues politically. You know, there's a whole bunch of shit I can get into, which I'm not familiar with. So I probably won't get into for all other things, foreign trade related when it comes to China and the United States. But I heard a story recently where China is banning images of hip hop. Really? In their yeah, like in their country, like when it comes to people who, who have, excess tattoos, you know, which is not really hip hop related, right? I mean, yeah, you're, yeah, they can they can say, oh, all hip hop artists have tattoos, and they're probably be ninety eight percent of the way there, but like tattoos are not hip hop, strictly. Yeah, tattoos are fucking worldwide. It's it's yeah. every fucking community. It's you. Yeah, yeah, like it's, it's every huge. community, it's but you not know, hip hop is. But but for some reason they want to they want to link tattoos to hip hop, and also they want to. So like I said, they want to ban the imagery of tattoos in their um in their country, and also they want to ban hip hop culture. Anything that depicts hip hop culture in their community, they're like, yo, we're not showing this shit. Wow. So it's interesting. It's interesting how um, you know, the landscape of of uh. The, the, the landscape of, of hip hop and, and, and how it, and how it's been growing worldwide, you know what I'm saying? Like, because it really has. You know, I, I feel like it's grown so fast and it's taken over so quickly, but it's also not accepted everywhere. And China is just one example of where they're, they're rejecting the idea of people even even expressing hip hop or even you know like even the the hip the sorry the, the Chinese artists even doing hip hop they don't want nothing to do with excuse me with hip hop at all wow. anything that resembles hip hop they're like yeah yeah we we're not doing that shit and anybody who tries to do this shit you're going to fucking jail like that's crazy yeah like they just came out one of the biggest um one of the biggest like regulation uh, committees in the in the in the country came out with that statement. So it's interesting, you know, how depending on the area you live in in the country or in the, really in the world will determine, you know, the type of 
the type of accessibility, the type exposure. of exposure, exposure, you know, really yeah, that you get to certain genres of music. And that's sad. It's man. crazy. And the thing is, the thing about that that's pretty crazy is that they, a committee of them probably sat down and discussed, like, this is band, this is hip hop, this is blah, blah, blah. Exactly a committee. A committee. And well, you know, they're, com- they're communists, so I'm not sure how big this committee is. True, true. Could be true, two true. Bu- it could be two motherfuckers, like, straight up. <laughs> like, two motherfuckers on the committee. Hey, he's talking to his brother, like, yeah, hey, man, what you say, man? You, you want, nah, we're not letting this shit slide. That's interesting. All right, let's sign this document. Boom. Anybody who does anything against this is going to fucking jail. Yeah. Like, it, could be, it could be something like that. I don't know. That's interesting. Interesting. So, I don't know, man. We take that for what it's worth, but um, I will say, man, there's no stopping this shit. Real talk, there's no stopping this this the spread of the of of the culture well, in, in the world. It's, it's sad because hip hop has gotten so much more is gotten so much more assimilated to the rest of the world in the last couple of years, in my opinion. I think back in the day when the rappers had big chains and like big ass t shirts and jerseys and stuff like that, it kind of separated itself from the world. But like in my opinion, a good chunk of the hip hop artists out are Carlton. They dress like Carlton. You know, Will Smith and Carlton, you know, from Fresh Prince, at one point, they were two separate people. They weren't the same. But hip hop, I think, has merged the two and has found positives from both. So it's just kind of like with the growth that hip hop has went through, especially image wise. It's just kind of sad to see something like that, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, you know, hey, it is what it is, man. You can't please everybody. You know, shit, shit happens in chunks, but... um, You can pay them to get pleased. Yeah, right. Not China. Shit. They'll cut your damn head off. That's very true. Hey, man. Hey, I think that's it, man. Well, you got anything else? Uh, you got anything you want to plug? Mm-hmm. Anything you want to talk about before we get out of here? Uh, No. Uh, yes, no, no. So maybe? But, uh, go ahead and put money on Ethereum. <laughs> what? Man, you got to say this shit right first, man, before people do anything. All right, Ethereum. Fucking non-pronouncing ass nigga. Uh, Ethereum. Nigga don't give a fuck about names and pronunciation. That's in chloroseptic and Ethereum. Put money on chloroseptic. <laughs> All right, y'all. Hey. So, like I said, this is episode 21. Y'all should check us out on Twitter. Check us out any platform where you can stream a fucking podcast. Go download that, stream that. Check us out. 2018, That's this is our year. Yo, we doing we doing big things this year. Y'all should get on this train, man. We, we definitely doing good things. So, listen, um, we out. Decide to cross those little guys. You've obviously been in advance. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.